rockers and mercuryans it's rock mercury and welcome to the rock mercury podcast today i have some delicious homemade meal i made a little little homemade remedy with some fresh um some amaranth some cucumbers um arugula like very um toasted toasted coconut a toasted brazil nut um mushrooms this mushroom is from Trader Joe's, like a mix of frozen mix of Trader Joe's mushrooms, oyster mushrooms, and I think creme mushrooms or two, or something, some other kind of mushroom. Very good. Um, it looks, smells very good, and some amaranth as well. So that's what, that's what we're gonna vibe off of as we chat today. Um, we have a few topics I wanted to um, discuss. And yeah, so all, but all the podcast is up, you guys. So this is, this is available on all platforms. If you're watching from YouTube or anywhere, like I would love for you guys to go to check out the podcast. Go to rockmercury.com slash, um, not even slash, just click on the podcast there and then you'll be able to, to see everything from there. You know what, I'll go ahead and put my little pedestal down. Um, today, 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 I wanted to chat about something I did yesterday, which... Had to, was in alignment with the solar solstice, I believe, or like a summer solstice. It's about about that. Like it, it was a shift in the the universe, something like that, right? Um, if you believe in it or not, it's fine because it doesn't matter because this, what I'm talking about, is going to help you no matter what you're doing, um, no matter what you believe in. Because um, I don't really believe too much in a lot of the uh, intergalactic thing, things like that, but I do believe in releasing things that aren't that are kind of siphoning, siphoning your energy. So my bestie and I, we've done this a few times through the years, but we like to write things down on a paper um, and um, things that you want to release. And then you burn that paper and you really release it. Like you really actually let go of those things that have been siphoning your energy in different kind of ways. So I want to chat with you guys a bit as I eat and just kind of talk about some of the things that I wrote on my paper yesterday when I, I burned my paper down um, and released some things out of my life and I really held tight to it. Some of the things were things I've been working on for years, things I've been like struggling with and now I'm just like kind of being aim- aimlessly um, putting my energy in these spaces that didn't deserve it, you know? So I wanted to chat with you guys about those um, some of them I'm gonna keep private because they are like they're some things are private and I don't want to share them, um, uh, especially because there's some people's names on there too. <laughs> that it would be kind of shady if I shared them. And I, I like by me um, by me deleting by me unfollowing or releasing these people or these these situations. Like I don't want to talk about these these people anymore. So some of you guys watch my content, you're gonna see me not speak about certain people ever again. Thankfully, I've already released that. I've already talked about. But I already said my piece on what I want to talk about on those the things that have affected me over the years because of these people. Um, and so I'm just going to go ahead and um, I'm not going to even discuss them. I've unfollowed people. I've unfollowed them. I've like certain people, you know, and you're going to, I'm going to explain why. So let's get into this. First, I just want to taste this, this, um, ooh, I'll taste this mushroom first. I never had these mushrooms, so I really want to see what they're, what they're giving. I just took them right out of the... The, um, the bag from Trader Joe's and just cooked them with, um, they already had olive oil in them, so let's see how they taste. Oh wow, I didn't have any seasoning or anything. So the mushrooms particularly, they're very good. 
They're very good. If you stick to the very end, I'll show you on the video what mushrooms these are. Um, I did my, I did my best to remember <laughs> to show you guys. If not, I already did show it in my, another video where I did a Trader Joe's haul. I love doing Trader Joe's hauls. Um, I find their groceries are not only reasonably priced, but very delicious and like the quality um, always seems to be very good. You know, I never really had a real issue with the quality from Trader Joe's and the flavors and things like that. I didn't get the Amaranth from there though. The Amaranth I got from, um, I got the Amaranth from Whole Foods or Amazon. And by the way, I have a new little gift coming from Amazon soon that I'm going to open with you guys. I got the British Vogue, Beyonce British Vogue. I got it. I got a great price on it. I'm surprised. I thought it was going to be like $40, bucks, but I only paid 19 and it's coming to my house like soon. Like right, I think it's on the 29th it's coming. So, super excited. Mm. So, some of the things that I wrote down on this paper... One of the big ones that I want to talk about is drama. Drama. Now, drama seems very like, it doesn't seem like a big deal to entertain drama, but it can really affect your life in a, in a huge damaging way. You know, like even entertaining it, even caring about it, speaking about it, um, it perpetuates the continuation of those dramas, you know? Um, and I just want to I just want to, um, I, I just want to talk about that for a second. Hold on one second. Certified, I already discussed that at the beginning of this video, so you're going to have to watch the video again. Um, but I'm on a different subject right now. All right, so I want, I wanted to um, talk about how, like, drama affects your ability to continue to, like, be in the present moment. It, like, perpetuates things that aren't very useful to you, you know? Like, we think that it matters, like, Oh, this person doing that or that person or this company's doing that or all kind of things that really just have nothing to do with you nothing no, it's not gonna affect you in any kind of way um, and that's the thing like if when we're when we're consumed within a dramaful space like, like I've been it's usually because we are pointing a finger and then the three fingers are pointing back at you when you point you're pointing like, look at over there, look at this drama over there. And then three fingers are pointing back at you because we are usually like trying to, um, what is the word? Um, we're usually trying to like distract from the situation at hand, you know, distract from the pain that we're feeling. Um, and, you know, just separate ourselves from having to process the emotions that we don't really want to focus on. You know, deflect. That's the word. Thank you so much, Malcolm. I appreciate you. Um, so we don't, the, the same thing, we don't really want to focus on certain certain situations internally. So we literally deflect it out. We deflect these, um, we deflect, we deflect our pains, our traumas, and we look at other people's like, at least my trauma's like, not like that. And we think because, oh, these celebrities or these companies, because they're public, you know, they can take the blunt of it. And in a way, yeah, they did. They do take that. Um, they do volunteer to be the public, you know, pinata, I guess, of, you know, people's misplaced emotion. But that doesn't mean it's healthy to do. You know, from, I'm not saying I feel bad for the people who would, um, who volunteer to be celebrities or be public figures 
I don't feel bad for them. That's why that's not why I'm like stopping from drama. It's more of it's not a healthy consumption. And also, the people who do volunteer to be that, you know, what can be going on in their life? How unhealthy is that to desire um to desire a deflected emotion upon you? To want that. To want that in your core. It's not It's not a um it's not a healthy thing to consume or to you know advertise to come towards your to come towards your way. Like when you when you advertise like yes, I like dump your emotions on me, you know, like somebody like let's say like Kim Kardashian or something like that, you know? You have a person who she'll take all the good and bad energy. She'll like she doesn't really block people, she doesn't really um she wants. She knows that all the all the attention is attention to her, and she's able to profit off of it. But she brings that in. Like she's okay. People te tearing her down, t talking mess about her, and that's that's not really a healthy thing for the person talking mess about her or her herself to be receiving so much negativity from so many people who feel like she doesn't deserve what she has or whatever. Um, and it's like it's different than like if people were just to do it. Like there's somebody like Beyonce. Beyonce's not asking for you know, any kind of attention. You know, she's not asking for like just any, just any kind. She wants her supporters. She loves her supporters. She, you know, she focuses on quality. Um, she doesn't respond to drama. Like Kim's gonna respond to everything basically. And because she knows that it's gonna, she can profit off of each little, each little thing. You know, she can effectively, she can effectively create a situation for herself where she's able to renew, to, um, to, gain energy whether it's from the haters or the supporters she's still able to like to able to like regenerate that energy basically you know uh, mm, i think that's very interesting like, as people our lives are very stressful the average citizen if not as rich as these celebrities, which is why a lot of people feel that they can attack them. They're like, oh, they're so rich, they don't, they deserve to be criticized and attacked and da da da. But that doesn't help us. It's not it's just because we feel for a moment that we're uniting with somebody else, whether it be our supporters online or maybe our family or whoever we're whoever we're communicating drama with. Because you can't communicate communicate the drama the drama by yourself. You always need a partner to spread it with or talk about who's this drama this or who's that drama that like you need an audience for it. If you just talk to talk about about these people to yourself, it really is kind of a whole different situation. Most people don't do that. They're not they may think certain things internally, but they're not like it's they need somebody to agree with them that, oh yeah, this person sucks or that person this or that person that. Like they need to share it. That's the whole way gossip even works. Gossip and drama and things like that. And I wrote that on the, was one of the things on the paper, one of many things on the paper, because I want to release from that. I know a lot of people might not like that because I had a show called Pop Rock Mercury where I talked about pop subjects and things like that and pop culture. I shared my opinion on a lot of things um, that are going on, like, like Twitter, Twitter trending topics and things like that. Um, and I may still do some of those, but I'm, I, even those, I'm not going to focus on the drama as much as the information. I'm more interested in what's going on 
in the world at the moment. I may have an, a, an opinion on it. It's not about drama. It's about it's about information. Like what's you know, things that are trending aren't technically drama. It depends on how you speak about the situation. Like it depends on if you're how engaged you are within these topics. Like are they are they really affecting your health? Are they really? Um, do you feel better by tearing this situation down? And to be honest, I have. There's been times where I've said different things in my different different episodes or, you know, as I was going through the pain in my life or different pains. Um, there's times where I've talked about things that, you know, made me feel better by tearing these certain situations down or just feeling like, oh God, this person's doing this. Like, you know, you just like really just want to talk mess about it because everybody else is and you feel like, okay, great. Like at least I have a voice in this and I feel this way about this situation, you know? But going forward, even when I discuss a topic, I want to just made it mainly discuss the facts and maybe what I feel about it, but I don't want to tear anything down on it. Like I'm, I'm not interested in the drama anymore. I'm interested in if it's, if it's going to affect the bigger picture, that's something that I'm interested in like discussing. Like I'll still do the, some of the Twitter training topics, but I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not interested in going and doing the deep dives to, to judge and why somebody should do this and why they shouldn't do that. I just don't even care anymore. It's not even about whether my judgment was wrong, right or wrong. It's like, who cares? Like the drama is toxic internally. So I want to separate from that. I would rather provide within these podcasts, within my, within my times with my supporters, I would rather provide information that's going to heighten your like the the knowledge base that everyone who's watching it has like be able for them to use some of this information in their own life and to be real you can't really use a lot of the drama in your own life well look out if so-and-so cheats on somebody what are you gonna do with that oh okay great the divorce is happening oh great this person got caught in a lie. All right, so what does that do for you to, t to tear that person down or um, to hear about them being torn down and how they're, they ain't they ain't anything and they're a mess and you know, that they're trash or something. Like it doesn't, it doesn't really add any value. You know, it's not a valuable thing. And I watch a lot of drama channels and I, you know, even the drama, the drama magazines, you know, I got, I got the Vogue magazine, the, um, the Beyonce Vogue. That's not a drama, that's a fashion magazine. It has a purpose. It has a purpose to inspire artistic freedom and, and fashion, you know, it's like to show you what's possible in the fashion world and what, what's exciting right now, what's new and current, you know? So, the difference between that and um, Gossip Magazine, where they're saying things that they don't know for sure, or um, talking best about who cut all the hair off, and who's sleeping with who, and who stole what, this lawsuit for this, this lawsuit for that. Like, do we care? These people who even are put themselves out there in that, in that way, they love it. They love to to have the negative end, and I realize that because I know a lot of celebrities, and they really, a lot of them love the drama. But whether it's a um, positive or negative, they enjoy being talked about, and so um, we're putting this negative energy out, which is like kind of um, contaminate our life and our energy, and yeah. They, we don't, they don't win any, they don't get anything. They're not really winning anything they think they are. They're, they're getting attention, they're getting some money. 
short term, but nobody's really winning in the big picture for that. You know, it's something like a, a fashion magazine or working at like a, maybe a, we do a real estate talk or we do business talks. Like that's something you can take from the um, discussion we're having and apply that to your own life to elevate your life, your life, your daily life. Um, and that's super important. It's so important that every bit of the limited time we have on earth is used to its maximum potential. Even if that's resting, you know, sometimes, sometimes, that's, sometimes that's more necessary than some of the junk TV or junk programming we watch. So that's one of the things I put on my list. Another thing I put on my list is um, these certain apps like this app, I'll be really real with you. I put on the list Grinder, which I've been on since the beginning, since the beginning of when it released, and Tinder, which is more like a it's like a a dating app mixed with um with like a Vegas slot machine kind of vibe. Like it's just you just keep swiping and trying to get like a dopamine effect. Some people, some people, some people meet people on there. I met my first fiance on there, uh, my very first one. Uh, oh gosh. That's not gonna be good for the podcast. Burping on the podcast, but whatever, it's okay. That's me. Um, but I put, I did, I've met people on there, but most of, mostly, it's a very superficial kind of um, not, not a very meaningful app, to be honest. To me, like it's not a very like you don't meet the you don't meet that many quality conversations on there. I've noticed, like it's not always the. It's not the most healthiest way to meet people. Like you end up talking to people and then it like always fades off or something. And it's just people are swiping. There's so many options that nobody's committed to anything. And it's fine, but it's just an app that kind of wastes your time and you think you get a match and it kind of gives you that dopamine rush. But these these matches don't really go anywhere. You know, these aren't, and they're set up for you to continue being on the app. They don't actually want you to find anybody like that because then you're gonna leave the app. They win. When you stay on the app, stay swiping, stay looking at um, the advertisements on there. That's how they win. I'm not even shading them. It's people, like I said, people meet people on there, people, whatever. It's just what it is. But when you see it, and you then you continue to waste your time on it or shift it. Like, I'm not even looking to date. I don't want to date anymore. I also put on my on my list dating. I'm not interested. I'm burning dating. I don't, I'm not interested in dating. I'm not interested in marriage. I'm interested in my business, building my company. Um, building my life, I'm, I'm interested in putting energy towards the things that matter to me, you know? Like, that's something that, something that I wanted to make sure that I know where my energy is going to. So that the things that I really care about are getting fueled properly in the short 24 hours we have a day. And it's your life, the life in general, you know? Like, we don't want to think that we, like, there is no time to waste. So it's not even that all these things are just inherently bad things on the list. There are some people on there that I definitely don't want to talk about anymore. Some people, some channels and drama and um, people that support it that I really should never support it um, that I've just burned on that list. I'm like, you know, there's no reason for this. There's no reason to even know or care about what these people are doing like this energy is not even right you know like why am i why do i care like why do i care why am i like supporting somebody who like these people don't really care about you even if i know them in person these celebrities they don't really care they're just 
they're so busy. Like it takes so much work to be famous. It takes so much work to have a public career and things like that. And so they can't care about their, their celebrity, their fans, their supporters the way they, we think they do. You know, like they love the drama that we create. Like it really does equate to money for them. You could talk about the biggest mess about these people and it really will turn it right into money. You know, they'll find like it will make somebody Google them and then end up getting a new fan. Somebody buys a new product. It just it all equates. It's all like top of mind, top of mind um, marketing. So why am I providing that for them? I don't even care. Mm -hmm. so, I went to West Hollywood yesterday. Um, I got myself a smoothie from Earth Cafe. I did a little video about it. You can see my little video. I'll post, I'll post it soon. Um, but I went out there intentionally to delete the app, delete the Grinder app for good and delete Tinder app. Now I've had these apps since the beginning, since they literally came out. I was one of the first members on these apps because it was all that like in the gay community you, you had. And I do feel like especially Grindr has created such a toxic um, mindset for the community. A very, a very toxic, it's been very intertwined within the, within the LGBT community, especially the gay community because it's, it's for men, the Grindr app. Um, but it's like, it hasn't been healthy. There's been nothing healthy about, about that app. Like, you can meet people. I met my ex-husband on there, which was not a healthy situation. <laughs> you know, and he was a, he was a um, he was a intimacy addict. I'll say. So I don't say the the word of it because it's supposed to be a clean podcast. But he was an intimacy addict. Addict. A lot of people on there are. Um, you have unlimited access to people who are who are on there. People before they're saying before they even saying hi to you, they're sending you pictures of their intimate parts. Um, and it's just like, how is this healthy? Especially, like I was on a grinder before I even came out the closet. So like that's a whole other situation. These people don't even know who they are. And there's people getting, um, getting unalived and harmed or attacked and things on these apps. Um, but it doesn't get it doesn't get promoted on the media because it's it's a gay community, so nobody cares. Um, unfortunately. People think they deserve it when those things happen, which is messed up. Not right. But it's also a toxic a toxic app. And so it's like kind of a hard thing to to play with because it's there's a lot of toxicity, there's a lot of drug usage on there, all kind of things. A lot of ghosting, you know. I can't even count how many people I've met up with on there. Can't even count it. And that's a shame. You know, we should know the partners that we are connecting with. We should know. It should, like, somebody said on, um, it was like a the TikTok I saw, or, no, I think it was a YouTube video where it's like, um, intimacy is worship. Or, like, sex is worship. That's what they said. So don't, like, the, who are you worshiping? Like, so are we worshiping random people who don't even know their names on these apps? You know? So like it's just kind of hookup culture is very is kind of is flawed from its inception. From that standpoint, if if intimacy is worship, then it's already flawed from the start. The fact that we're on these apps thinking that there could even be 
Like these apps are made for for those moments. They're not made for date. Like they're grinder is made for marriage. It's not like you. It's very rare to find somebody who you're gonna be dating or connecting with at that level on grinder. Like it's for those momentary like those momentary situations, and it's designed that way. They even they make they put the categories on there for you to easily find somebody quickly. It's all about the quickness of it, and they charge you based on how quick you want a result and the result is a hookup so I'm good on that so I went to West Hollywood deleted the apps completely and walked through West Hollywood with a smoothie tomorrow cafe papaya strawberry mango very good smoothie delicious the cafe wasn't that crowded. You know, a lot of celebrities go there. So I think I, think I saw a few people who I knew there. But I just kind of, I didn't talk to anybody. I just wanted to get my drink and go on my walk because I wanted to kind of absorb the environment around me. I, I often like, like to go to West Hollywood and kind of feel connected with the community, the LGBT community and everything. Um, and this time, as I was walking through, and, and I usually I'm like, usually I like kind of smoke before or have, um, usually that, I don't really drink, but I would, I would, um, a lot of times have some ganja or something, but I don't do that anymore. I've already quit that, which is also on the list. I've already quit, but a few days, a few, like last weekend, I had one, um, one joint with some friends and it was like, it, we were like celebrating Juneteenth and stuff. It was cute. It wasn't like, it was fine, but I fell asleep. And I felt like so uh, kind of anxious from it because I hadn't been smoking in like over a month. And I was like, I was like, you know what? I don't even need to even have that moment. I don't even need to even like, like if somebody had like crack or something out, I would never try that. So why am I trying? Why am I going back to cannabis if I don't want that either? Like I have to put it in the same categories. I like I just a lot of hard things I would never try like hard drugs. I would never even be interested in even attempting. So. So why would I, like, be, like, why why do I go and think that, oh, okay, well, it's just one night, it's just fine. Like, no, I don't need to do that anymore. I don't need to have this, that substance, I'm fine. I know better now. Now it's time to do better, now that I know better. Um, when it comes to, you know, what's in cannabis and how it's, you know, toxic these days. They're putting all kind of stuff in it and telling you that it's still natural, but it's not natural. And it's affecting your lungs in a very harmful way. And they're legalizing it for a reason, not because it's healthy, but because they want that money and they want it fast. And they're willing to put whatever in it to make you feel like you're getting a great deal and paying 60 bucks for an eighth or whatever. I don't know, the prices are crazy. But even then, it's just like you're paying for toxins that you're being told are medicinal somehow, which is a big scam, in my opinion. So I put that on there as well. But as I was walking around West Hollywood, um, seeing all the clubs like West Hollywood is basically just a strip of random clubs um, and little venues that nothing's really going on in them like it's just people sitting around talking eating food that's like kind of trash food drinking um, half um, what's the word half done drag shows where they're basically just asking for money the whole time. It's like panhandling. I call them panhandling shows because it's like not like it's really drag. 
if you're asking for money more than you're even um, doing a show, like they're asking for more money than they are lip singing. You know? They're over there just like, they're walking around just like grabbing money from people in an outfit that looks like it was made from Party City or something. And so it's like, okay, what are we doing here? What is all this? A lot of people who are, I saw one guy just fall asleep on this, on this rug right outside on the street. Like he was, and it was a few other homeless people, but this one particular person, I don't think they were homeless. I think they were on some drugs or something because they would just fell right asleep on the, um, the front porch of like a club called, um, was it a club? I think it's called, it was right next to Mickey's. It was like closer to like to the area where Mickey's is, but it wasn't open. I don't think it was Mickey's though. I think it was like a different, I forgot, I forgot that place was, but it was like a, a rug out there on the house, on the, um, on, in, on the front door, like a welcome mat basically. And they were passed out, passed out, sleeping, full, fully dressed. Um, but like sleeping like this, like just, you know, you knew they were sleeping. I knew they were, I knew that person wasn't dead. I kind of waited to see if they're breathing. Um, but they were just sleeping on there. I'm like, that's, that looks like drugs to me. Cause if they're homeless, you can usually tell. A little, there's a little difference, you know, you can kind of, I've, I've been in LA, there's so many, so many um, homeless people here that you kind of know the difference. And so I can tell this person probably had like a, a, a bad drug trip or something, or they're, they're just like, you know, whatever it gets them to sleep on the dog on sidewalk, that's, that's what they were on. <laughs> um, not, I mean, I'm laughing because it's kind of funny, but it's like also sad. Um, so I looked, I, I just absorbed it all. And I'm like, why is this like, this is in West Hollywood is arguably the most popping area of LA. Like it's where the most things happen in West Hollywood. Like it's people like, even like whether you're gay, straight, bisexual, whatever, people like going there, they feel safer in West Hollywood. And there's a lot of people who accumulate there. But as I'm walking on a Tuesday, going up on a Tuesday, as I'm walking on a Tuesday night, I'm like, there's nothing here. Like, what is like, what is the allure about this? Like, some of the some of the um, restaurants are cute, I guess. Like, the ambiance is cute, but there's nothing like really that exciting going on. Um, I went to Hermosa Beach a few like a few days ago, and there was, I feel like there's more going on over there in some ways, and some not either. Like, it's just random clubs and stuff, like random, just kind of random situations, and it's not. There's like no real culture there. It's like a lot of tourism. And both places is very, like LA is a very tourist place. It's a very fickle kind of, um, a fickle place. But then it's, it's, I don't know, it's very interesting. So I went there after I deleted the apps and everything and just, I felt a different level of awareness. Cause usually when you walk through West Hollywood, you kind of have your apps on so you can see who's around and talk to people and stuff. And I realized that since I was like first came out I have been on these apps and it makes it very difficult to talk to people who are just random people. Like you, you always like, anybody I talk to is somebody I've already talked to on the app or something. You know, like you, you don't need to just meet somebody randomly. And, it's, and I was like, wow, like what an interesting um, dichotomy or whatever the word is. Um, that all these people are around and they're packed up together. We got it feels very alone in that area. And people are just like, they're in the zone of drama and just like talk about nothing. Like it's not, it doesn't feel like a healthy, it doesn't feel like a healthy place. 
in New York, I felt a little different. I felt like there was a mixture of people who just lived there, living their life. Um, they don't really care. They don't really care about what you're doing in New York. You're just you're on your you're in your you're in your own zone. I love that about New York. Um, and New York has its ups and downs. So does L.A. L.A. is beautiful. L.A. is a gorgeous place um, in a lot of areas. But the um, infrastructure of L.A. not so much. But anyway, that's besides the point. The main point of this was that I felt the benefit immediately after I deleted the apps. I felt more free. I knew that I'm never gonna um, download them again. And it was cool to like not go reach on my phone and go open the app up because sometimes you have to open the app just so people know you're in the area. Like the G the GPS like shows that oh you're this person's near you and that person you know you kind of do that and just to kind of see and and I wasn't even meeting up with people at this point like I have before in the past but I wasn't even meeting up with people. I just was interested in like the almost like the Pokemon Go effect of it like where you're just seeing what random Pokemon are near which <laughs> but they're people. Um, and people message you and they message you crazy messages or it's just entertaining at the time it was to me but now without that app and without like looking like without that distraction consistently i didn't even realize how often that i was you know scrolling on those apps or how often i was giving it my attention you know under is undervalued like my attention was not being was um was split between this app for so long. So it felt so good to release that for me. Like that, this was the time to release that. And I'm, and I'm very serious about it. Like I'm not going to go back to that. I don't even care about it. Um, I even told myself at one point after I started stopped meeting up with people, I was like, well, I'm just gonna stay on the app for publicity reasons. I'll just stay on there and maybe I'll meet people and they'll, and they'll like go to my page and follow me. And some people did, that did happen. But like what quality of person? You know, the people who found me on these apps, they come on my page and say, Oh, I love your hairy this. I love your hairy that. I love the oh yeah, you're so hot. But before they even say hi, so that the kind of quality of people that I even want to be messaging me, like no, I block those people immediately. Like I'm even, I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in somebody who's so basic that they can't even form a, like a statement or like a, you know, they can't be, they can't give like a a real genuine conversation about about something like that they go right into like oh let me objectify you it's like okay whatever yeah i do adult content whatever like that doesn't mean that i want to be talked to that way like i do that for like for for money and publicity i don't ever ask for any services i don't i'm, ne I'm doing solo stuff on there i'd never even say i'm interested in anyone else like i mean in dating or, or talking to anyone so but so still it's like they impose themselves on me based on what they where they find me um, and especially those kind of apps, it's just, it's just what it is. So I'm not mad at them, I get I get where it comes from, but it's like, if, I, if I'm staying on these apps that are causing other negative effects on me, um, then why, like, why would I do that just for publicity when I can post a video on Instagram and get thousands of views on it? Because re cause Instagram is pushing reels right now like crazy. You post a reel, you're gonna get lots of views. You know, I posted something yesterday and it got 1,500 views within uh, within five minutes. So they're pushing stuff, you know? I, it's, that's more publicity than these apps. So I've adjusted. I'm adjusting my time to do things I really like doing. Um, and some could say that Instagram and TikTok and stuff are toxic. Um, but that's my job at this point. I'm doing my best not to, not, not to consume so much content as I'm creating content. You know, I want to focus on the creation of it, not consumption anymore.
I have so much content to put out that consuming it doesn't really matter to me anymore. Like, I just need to keep putting it out. Like, I need to document and put out. So, that's one of the things I put on the list that I burned yesterday afterwards. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about on that list was processed foods, which is why I'm eating my, my food now, this kind of homemade moment here. Um, nobody processed things in here at all. Like, these are mushrooms, we have amaranth, we have, you know, toasted coconut, um, arugula, tomatoes. Like, we have just things that are very simple ingredients that are gonna fuel my body without all these extra additives and caking agents and all kind of random color food colorings and stuff that's gonna have harsh effects on my liver and my skin and my immune system over time or even immediately. Um, I put sugar on there. Mm. Sugar is a no-no. Sugar is should be a sub a um, schedule one substance or schedule A. However you schedule it, should be the top scheduled substance over even drugs. Sugar is so harmful for you when it's processed. And so I'm not gonna have cheat days anymore. Of like, oh, I'm just gonna have this because I'm I'm feeling like a cheat day. Like, no, no more. Like, I don't want to cheat my body out. I know people right now who have been told they have weeks to live because of their eating habits. And they're young. One of them is my age, my exact age. And it's like, wow, like that can happen to any of us. Because like, we're, we're trying to just have a cheat day and eat this and eat that and just our, you know, treat our bodies like trash. Not worth it. Not worth it in any way. Not worth it in any way at all. So I put that on there, and I meant it. I put all my X's on there <laughs> um, to burn that because there's no reason. X's are X's for a reason. X them out your life. Like, let's not have these continual X's, an X with a dot, 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 you know, where it just continues and you're just constantly, like, traumatized by that. Like, you're giving them publicity whenever you even care about these X's. So I put, that, I put my X's, especially my X, my last X, I put them on the list, burn that stuff, burn it. You know, on the on the list of things to let go during that, the, sol the solstice, the summer solstice, you know? Um, it's just very, it's very interesting. You know, I don't, I don't want that anymore. I don't want to be, I don't want to continuously traumatize myself over someone or something that didn't, that didn't even, doesn't feed me, doesn't even care. It's like, it's X for a reason. It's an extra, and I found myself feeling like, dang it, like wanting revenge for certain situations. And it's like, who cares? There's so many, so much other parts in life. Like, these people are so irrelevant. Like, why do, why do we care about that? You know. Um, and then, the next thing I put on the list was, um, or before I do that, let me see. You said, why don't Eli says, why don't we drink more water instead of crash dieting? I don't know the answer to that. I drink a lot of water. Um, I like to drink a lot of smoothies and to get my wa my water from fruits more often than just plain water because a lot of, a lot of times our water is um, our water is contaminated even some of the healthiest water it's like it's we a lot of our water sources are contaminated because of um, corporate activity corporate pollution um, even if you have a pure lake or something like 
is getting rained into from areas that you know have toxins so everything has been contaminated contaminated in a way so i like to get my fruit and other minerals within my water and teas and things like that so that i can um, especially the alkaline teas like even the chamomile um, sarsaparilla um there's different types of alkaline my male person just came um different kind of alkaline things i like to do those so i fill my body up with more minerals so yeah i mean i drink plenty of water though through that through that route um i wish i could find some seeded watermelon that'd be amazing i'm gonna look for that some more um you said all water is that cute boy says um all water don't taste the same that's very true all water does not taste the same <laughs> like and all water is not equated equal i think some of the best water is from a coconut water coconut water is processed through the tree itself and so you, you're getting a little bit of a purified experience with the minerals included in the coconut meat and the, the process of the coconut creation. Like there are minerals in that water. Um, I like the pink coconut water a lot, but it's best when you get it right from the coconut, crack it open, put that straw in there, live your best life, you know, live your best life. And I just, I really, I really like that. So um, I also on the list I was talking about, about like things to burn, I put some, um, a person I, that I had a business dealing with who did me dirty in this business dealing cost me a lot of, of money, cost me a very lucrative deal that I had with um, with Rock Nation, to be honest. It was Rock Nation, Jay-Z's company. And it really affected that deal because this person lied on my name. And I wanted to, let's say, to legally say it, I wanted to handle this person. Um, but I put this person's name on the list and some other people's names that I have to, I've, done, I've done business with in the past who were just shady because a lot of snakes in Hollywood. I put them on the list because I realized I don't need to even put energy towards these people. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, if, like to get these people back, I would be putting myself at a legal, at a, a legal, um, a legal loop. Like, I would have to be worried about my own freedom. I'd be risking my own freedom to get these people back. And it's like, what does it matter? And also, do I even want to work with a company that would even trust the word of a snake, you know? And that's that's right out to you, um, Rock Nation. The fact that they even trusted them or even believe what they said is insane to me. So it's like, is does the snake matter? I've always thought of it like, oh, the snake cost me this, but, or did they say, or did they expose that the snake is involved in a company that also is filled with snakes that can affect me and bite me? Because snakes are gonna bite no matter what. You can train a snake all you want, but the second the snake can get a chance, it's going to bite you. You know, the same way there's a woman I heard about years ago who raised like an anaconda or a python or something. She raised some kind of snake she had no business having. And every day the snake would start like sleeping next to her. And she thought like, oh, this is so sweet. What a cute snake. It's sleeping next to me in my bed. And, but the snake was trying to size itself out compared to her size. And then one morning she wakes up and the snake is swallowing her. It's swallowing her. I don't think, I don't know if she survived it, but I mean, she must have survived it somehow to like tell the story or did she tell the story? I, I mean, it may have been told by the, by the corner office, you know, I don't know. But the fact that I think maybe her friends were like, oh yeah, she said the snake was, was sleeping with her and stuff. But like, like, that's what snakes do. You can't get mad at a snake, you know, it's just what it is. And so maybe I, maybe I was um, prevented from going into a situation where I would have dealt with more snakes. like. I wouldn't have had the freedom I have now if I, if I had to deal with Rock Nation in, in the capacity that I was working with them. 
Like, I wouldn't be able to say certain things anymore. Um, it just would have been, I would have felt a lot less freedom. I don't like losing my freedom. My freedom is very valuable to me. Um, I feel like without our freedoms, what, what, difference are, what difference are we even slaves, you know? So I really hold on to that tightly. So I put people like that on the list, burned that list, um, because I don't want to even give that energy anymore. I put even people who I considered family in the past, who were who were very homophobic or like just caused drama like they weren't like I can tell that they weren't genuine people um and just have lied and created like drama and I put them on the list because you think like oh family you can't like you can't get rid of family no you get to ch I choose my family I choose who's in my family um I don't care about blood or anything but blood like I'm thankful to have a lot of great family members that are blood family but if any drama, any things I don't feel the vibe of, I put some family, I put some actual family members on there too. And I put one of, it's like, I just put different people who I'm like, I'm good on them. And so I'm not going to talk about them. I don't want to say their name, nothing. Like it's, our words are powerful. They're not, they're not even going to get to be blessed with me saying their name. If they even, if they ever come out against me or talk some mess about me publicly, I'm going to respond to them and not even say their name. Cause guess what? They're not like my, my words have power. And it's true because if I said their name, and I'm famous at that point, like, it's going to be, and it's going to affect, it's going gonna, it's gonna to boost their, their relevance up when they don't deserve it. And it's going to create a drama associated with me. Like, they, they, they want this narrative. They would love the narrative. They, they, these people love drama. So you're feeding them, you're helping them out when you talk about them, when you, um, when you allow them to have any type of energy within your life. And so I put their names on there, and I'm, I'm don't plan on ever talking about them again. If I see them in public, I'm looking right past them. I, and I've done that before. I've done that before. I have a, I had a family member who did me real, real dirty. And when I see them at family events, literally I thought like they don't exist, and it tore them apart. Cause I don't care. Like you did, you know, you're gonna do me like that for real? Okay, I got you. Keep the same energy. Keep the same energy. I talk to everybody else but them. Not even be petty. I don't even. Care. I just don't care. Like I see who they are. I don't talk to people like that. I just don't do that. And so, like they can do them. It's just not my life. And so I've accepted that. And I've like once I put that on the paper, I don't even want to re to resonate with that anymore. Because to be honest, even though I felt that way and I wouldn't talk to them in public, some of those things still affected me. Some of those things really bothered me internally, and I wanted revenge for a lot of things. In revenge can end you up in there's so many people in prison because of revenge and I, and I know I know that they that that, that prison peanut butter and jelly sandwich you have to eat and that terrible hard as a rock um, prison bed they have to sleep in every night with no freedom having to use the bathroom in front of everyone else and shower in front of everyone else like you know not getting like eating just trash foods the risk of being assaulted and nobody even caring um, your freedom taken away like that doesn't that is not worth revenge it's not worth it it's not now I discussed a few days ago on my other channel my, on my on TikTok that I personally don't believe in forgiveness that if people do you dirty cut it keep moving I don't believe in forgiveness for, for me personally. I feel like um, 
we're good. <laughs> like, we're good. Like, if you mess me up, you mess, you mess me over, I'm good on you. Forever. Like, I forgive you. If I forgive you, then it's like, you think that that's going to be something you can keep, keep doing. Like, no, you've lost me at that point. Peace out. Eight town down. You know? It's done. At that point. Like, it's just how it is. And so, I, like, I really stand, I stand strongly by that because I feel like people preach forgiveness so much because they don't understand that, like we said earlier, snakes are gonna bite. And so when you see a snake, I don't wanna be friends with snakes. I don't want to, I don't want snakes around me. I don't like getting bit. So am I gonna forgive the snake for biting me? No, forget that snake. Screw that snake, I'm out of this. I'm out of this world. I don't want this snake in my life. You know, simple as that. Like that's just how, that's what I feel on that. Like I know some people think that forgiveness is a kind thing, it's a nice thing. No, I think it's a silly thing. I think it's a very ignorant thing to do to forgive people who do you dirty like that. Like, it's like, what? So if somebody came and, um, a serial killer or something came and, you know, took out your family, you're gonna forgive that serial killer? Oh, I forgive you, come back home to my house for dinner. Like, we just, I just gotta get through this in my life. I just feel so pained that the situation, I just wanna forgive and let it go and I don't wanna have this heart in my heart. No, forget that hate, forget that serial killer. That's, are you serious? Like, put them in jail and let's keep it moving. Are you serious? Like, what? No, we're not doing this forgiveness mess. I think it's just something that we're taught to do to try to erase the dark history and past that we've been um, susceptible to. Like, this is a this is a weird world. Like, this world is very um, it's shaky. Religious people will tell you to forgive and forget. Mm-mm. Exactly. And because religious people say that, Eli, Eli says religious people will tell you to forgive and forget. Because they say that, that's exactly why I would never do that. In my opinion, religious people are brainwashed. So if you're telling me to forgive and forget, I need to do the opposite of that. I need to forget. I need to um, X them out. What's the, what's, the, what's the opposite of forgiving? What's the opposite of forgiving? Um, I need to hold them accountable. And I need to um, never, never forget. Never forget. I think it's insane. Like, imagine trying to preach that to an antelope out in the, out in the wilderness. The antelope is like, I know, the, I know that lion ate your mama, ate your little sister, ate your, ate your daddy too. The, the, um, that lion got you. But you got to forgive that lion. That lion was hungry at that time. You need to forgive that lion. You need to go out there and just be free on the plains and just keep enveloping around. Get some new people that don't even worry. Like, forgive them. Forgive them and forget that they even ate your mother and dad, you know, and your and your mom and everything. Like, just, just keep, get out there and keep on enveloping and, and gall gallivanting around um, freely like, like it never happened. What's going to happen in the next minute? That antelope is gonna get eaten by the same lion. Cause this antelope decided, oh, well, I forgive the lion. I forgive them, I'm just gonna keep on antelope out. No, what? That makes no sense. But for some reason, cause we're in human society and religions brainwash us to the point where we're like, oh, well, forgiveness is the best thing you can do. You just have to be kind and forgive, forgive. Like, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. 
and all that like oh just be nice to people just be nice and smile no i don't want people smiling i think it's weird when people come and people random people like smile at you and they don't know you like some kindness is a it's a um i look at it, at it as a, a manipulation tactic people are just smiling and being trying to be like oh it's extra kind and stuff and it's nice no that's manipulation and i can see it right through it so a lot of these things they teach us as the right things to do are really the opposite sadly um, Eli says, especially, oh, he says, I can't stand some religious people. Hilarious. Yeah, I feel you on that. Um, then he said, especially Christianity has brainwashed so many people. Honestly. Honestly has. Um, hold on. It's like a, a water truck out there pumping water or something. It's a weird looking truck. Um, Alright, well, I know it's pretty loud, but it's gonna have to be that for a while. Um, for all my podcast listeners. But yeah, I really feel that way about that. So, I, I put that on there. What else did I put on that list? I put some other things on the list, too. Mm. That's kind of the main gist of them, though. Like, there's some other things I want to keep private, like, as, as far as the specific names of people. Um, but, yeah, these processed foods, that's a big one. I just want to, like, you're not going to see me ordering out a lot the same way I used to. Like, I'll order some B-Gains. Every now and then, I'll, I'll bring the that I can. I like them because they don't really process their food the same way as a lot of these other fast food restaurants do. Um, so I, I like those, and I may do some juices. I like doing juices and stuff like that, so I'll, I'll still show those on my on my live channel. Um, like different things like that, but it's not, I'm not gonna be trying out things anymore. Like, oh, this place is just cause it's vegan or just cause it's plant-based. But it's processed in a lab or something, you know, like I don't, that's not what I'm doing anymore. We're past that. Um, I'm releasing that. I'm committing to health. Um, I'm getting back in my yoga game. I may even do it today. I may even do a yoga practice on here today. After, like, you know, after I do some more work and eat this food, of course. Hmm. Um, I'm like getting my daily walks in. I love going to nice areas and just getting that sunlight, walking. That's healthy to get that sunlight. I think my dog out already. Oh, wait. Oh, they're watching. They're watching the street out there. That's what they're doing. I see. They like, have all this water and they're just watching the street. Because I guess there was like a sewage issue that happened yesterday. And so they're just watching the street off. That's nice of them. I mean, that's what they're supposed to do. That's what they're paid to, to do, but... Yeah, I'm glad they're doing that. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna get my, my my walks in, my sunlight. I'm at a different level of peace. You know, I don't like. I'm not. I, oh, I also put debt on there. I put debt. The, the concept of debt, like we're we're drowning in debt in America. But because we're focusing on it, because we're thinking that it's something that's holding us down, and just. You know, something that we have to live within. And I don't believe in living within debt. 
you know? I don't want to even think about it anymore. Like, yeah, there's some there's certain things we have to do to operate businesses, and we have certain credit cards for that, and certain things that you have to, you know, don't have to, but there's certain ways you can operate your business. But I'm, only, I'm not looking at that as dead anymore. You have some of these people who are multi-millionaires or billionaires, but technically they're in so much debt, like on paper, but somehow they're considered multi-millionaires or billionaires or something, like how does that work? Um, you know, it's just how our system goes. And so if you, if I, um, if I continue to base my life or uh, my worth on the amount of debt or, or money even, you know, that's, it's gonna set me up, set me up for failure immediately. So that's something else I wrote on that paper and burned as well in the um, in my summer solstice cleansing. I'll call it. Um, I bet there's something else. Now, I didn't take a picture of the list for a reason. So the whole point of burning it was so that it doesn't exist anymore. So. Some of it I'm going off of memory. Um, like I said, like a lot of ex-friends I put on there. People who don't really support you. It's like, why even have them keep spacing your mind? I like, to, I like to think of it this way. Like if you're thinking of a list you want to write, imagine your brain or your mind and your consciousness is similar to your desktop on a computer. There's nothing more stressful. Well, there are, there, there's things more stressful, but there's like, I, I find it very stressful when you open up your computer and there's just so many things on the desktop. Where you, there's so many icons and like you can't even know what to pick anymore. It's just so much, it's like right on the desktop, right when you open your computer, it's just like, oh my God, it's, like, it's just a mess, you know? And I find like this list can help you clear out some of those messes and can help you burn away and to put those certain things you don't really need to be concerning with anymore, concerned with anymore. You can put those in in that trash folder and empty that trash out. Empty that trash out completely, you know? So, all right, Instagram's telling me that I have a minute and 48 seconds left <laughs> because, um. You know, they have a limit on here, a limit on Instagram. So thank you all for coming through today. I appreciate all my people on my podcast. Um, we're available on all platforms, rockmercury.com. This episode is brought to you by rockmercury.com, which I mentioned in the beginning. Um, and you can check them out. You can check us out for everything. We have a lot of fashion on there, all types of different NFTs, different partners that we work with. You can get different deals on products like we're, it's a consistent thing. You can become a rocker and Mercurian, or Mercurian, rocker or Mercurian. Rockers are free, Mercurians have a small fee per month, but you know, reach out and connect with the rocker and Mercurian community, rockmercury.com. So thank you so much, and I hope you guys go and get a piece of paper, write down things that you're ready to release and put in that trash folder in your computer, your, your brain's computer, and just empty it out so you can feel that freedom you can enjoy the beauty and the weightlessness of, um, of being free from thinking about those things. I feel better already, like, especially revenge. Let go of the revenge by burning it up. You know, burn that revenge out. Like it's, we don't, it's not gonna help, it's not gonna help you. It's, it's only risking your, risking your freedom and risking your peace of mind. So 
like if you have revenge in your heart somewhere like maybe those are the first things you start to put in that trash that trash can you know your internal trash can so thank you all rockers and mercuryans rock on rockmercury.com um all the it's on the blessing thank you so much Ra um, Ra radical radius radical love thank you so much have a good one you guys peace out dominic